Welcome to the Optimal Body Podcast. I'm Doc Jen. And I'm Dr. Dom. And we are doctors of physical therapy, bringing you the body tips and physical therapy pearls of wisdom to help you begin to understand your body, relieve your pains and restrictions, and answer your questions. Along with expert guests, our goal of the Optimal Body Podcast is really to help you discover what optimal means within your own body. Let's dive in. So Jen and I have done so many interviews with guests on the topics of diet and nutrition. And one thing so many people are talking about as of late is making sure you have a good source of ingestible collagen in your diet. And for good reason, because collagen is found in all of our connective tissues. That means all of our tendons, ligaments, bones, hair, skin, nails, with the purpose being to provide these body parts and structures with their strength structure and elasticity and as we get older our bodies become less efficient at producing collagen which is why jen and i recommend introducing ingestible collagen into your diet and our absolute favorite is vital proteins unflavored collagen peptides the reason their unflavored collagen peptides is my favorite is because you can add it into everything because it's flavorless you can put it in your morning coffee nighttime tea smoothies, protein shakes, even mixing it into your morning bowl of oatmeal to make sure you're getting a great source of ingestible collagen. And probably my favorite is adding it into my morning smoothie. I throw in all my ingredients and make sure I add in four tablespoons of the Vital Proteins Unflavored Collagen Peptides. And I know that my hair, skin, nails, ligaments, tendons, bones, and all my joints are getting the collagen they need. So if you're looking to get a great source of ingestible collagen in your diet, go down to the link in the show notes and make sure you use code OPTIMAL15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide on your first purchase. Go down to the link in the show notes and check it out. This next guest and conversation I liked for so many reasons, but I really like that Christian talks through our health, not just from the perspective of diet and what we should be eating, but the whole lifestyle that surrounds that and why we should be doing things in a certain way to optimize our health. Christian Limoges is a respected ND with over 30 years of experience and service who is committed to helping, educating, and coaching people in the principles necessary to enable their body's natural ability to self-heal. Since he was young, he was inspired by indigenous society and the close relationship they have with nature. He draws all the necessary ingredients to formulate his plant-based medicinal supplements from nature in order to best optimize the way our body operates. Christian is also the chairman and founder of the Naturopathic Educational Institute, Limoges College. He studied alongside renowned Dr. Bernard Jensen, Dr. Richard Schultz, and Dr. Robert Morris's and completed his studies at the Hippocrates Institution in Florida and is also a member of the Association of Naturopathic Therapists in Quebec. I love the way that Christian talks through all of these things and gives very good visual representations of what's happening in the bodies. So let's get into the interview. Christian, thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning to talk through gut health and really everything on how to optimize the way we eat, the supplements we take in order to use our gut health to our benefit. And this is a very popularized topic. So I I love any chance we get to kind of dig into the nitty gritty. No problem. It's a pleasure. So first of all, we just like to kind of overview, you know, what is gut health? Because this is such a popular topic that a lot of people are talking about now, but I don't know that many people understand what is the root of gut health and how do we start to address it? Well, first of all, first of all like uh, 
people need really to understand that the body has been designed with four organs of elimination. So you have your bowels, your kidneys, your skin, and your lungs. Mm-hmm. And uh, your body is made up of like maybe 60 or 80 trillion cells. And when the cells are communicating with each other, when the cells are doing their tasks, they're producing cellular waste. So your body is constantly producing waste. And your body has been designed to get rid of the waste to stay internally clean. Interrupting really quickly because we have to talk about how deep we are into summer and how hot it can get. And if you are out and about and moving your body, you are losing electrolytes. So it is so important to not only hydrate, but hydrate with electrolytes. You're really going to feel the difference when you start to do this. So if you haven't yet, check our link down in the show notes for drinkelement.com slash optimal. With every purchase of Element, you're going to get a free sample pack as well. And this is going to help so that you can add in so many different flavors, really experiment with what you like. And you can even start with just half a pack. If you're a little afraid, if you think a full pack is going to be too strong or too powerful, it is very salty, but oh my goodness, it grows on you. It tastes so delicious and it keeps me hydrating. It literally helps me to drink more water throughout the day. And especially in summer, this is so crucial and so important. So come try Element. Again, that link is down below. Drink Element lmnt.com slash optimal. So we always say that the human species is an alkaline species. So in order to stay alkaline, you have four organs of elimination that are constantly eliminating like toxins, acids, uh, you know, like poisons, like coming from the environment and everything. And the main channel of elimination is the bowel. The main channel of elimination is mm. the bowel. Like I've, I've been like working, practicing as a naturopath for like 40 years. And I can say that the first thing to take care of is really the bowel. Now, mm. the bowel is 12 times the length of our spine. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when you look at mother nature, because everybody seems to be, you know, human beings are very confused about what to eat and everything. So when you look at mother nature, because naturopath means the path of nature, and you look at animals. When you look at a carnivore, for example, a carnivore has like about, like their bowels are about two or three times the length of their spine. The reason is because they're mammals, their body is very hot and humid, and because they're only eating meat, they've been designed to be able like to digest and to eliminate the meat like as fast as possible so that the meat doesn't stay in their bowels for too long. When you look at herbivores, like cows or like moose or deers or whatever, their bowels are like 30, 32 times the length of their spine. Wow. So they're grazing on grasses all the time. And grasses do not ferment and do not rot. So they have their time to eat all the time, digest and everything, and they're constantly eliminating. So the, the biggest problem with human beings is because we don't know our species. We don't know the way we've been designed. So we are eating food that do not fit our species. And because of that, we cannot digest the food. Mm. So we are not what we eat. We are what we digest and don't digest. And what we don't digest, because it doesn't fit our species, ends up going into the gut. The gut is very long. It's very dark. It's very hot. It's very humid. So when the food stays too much time in the bowels, then the food is going to start fermenting and putrefying in the gut. 
And this is going to cause poisons, toxins, and acids. And this is going to make the body becoming extremely acidic. So because of the way we eat, and because we're not eating the food that fits our species, our gut flora is not balanced because we're not eating the food that fits our species. We, en we end up having way too much fermentation and putrefaction in the gut. And this is creating a lot of like bad bacteria in the gut, which are like generating a lot of uh, poisons and toxins. And these poisons and toxins are backing up into the body and they're poisoning the body. Mm, no, I think that's a great overview. Um, I love kind of hearing the difference of, you know, bowel length and complexity between the carnivores and the herbivores and how humans, we, we land somewhere in the middle. And I think it's really important that you bring up that, you know, j just even in the last 50, even 20 years, the the way that humans consume food has changed so much and so drastically and how that has impacted our health by, you know, eating such a high percentage of foods that aren't natural or that don't come directly from nature. Uh, you, you also mentioned briefly the gut flora and how when we're eating these foods that sit in the gut too long, uh, it proliferates a gut flora that can get a little bit out of control. And I'm, I'm guessing gut flora is synonymous with kind of our gut microbiome. And I think that's another thing that gets talked about so much these days. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, because I, I know that we do want bacteria in our gut. They're very helpful. They do a lot of important things. But what's a healthy gut flora versus when it starts to get out of control? Well, the body is the ex like the expression of the universal mind, you know, like so your body never makes a mistake. So, for example, when you look at, uh, you know, the length of our bowel compared to the length of our spine, the, the only animal, the only other species on the, on the planet that have been designed like human beings, identical to human beings are primates. Mm -hmm. So when you look at primates and you look at their inside, it's identical to human beings and they're the only animals that have been designed with fingers. So mm -hmm. in reality, human beings are frugivores. So frugivores are eating 50% fruits, so fruits are alkalizing. They're eating 46% vegetables, so vegetables are alkalizing. So 96% of their diet is alkalizing their body and they eat 4% protein. Mm -hmm. So because we eat way too much protein, we eat like 42, 45%, 50% protein right now because everybody is always talking about protein, protein, protein. And when you look at the way primates are eating, they never eat a complex carb. They never eat complex sugars. Mm -hmm. So when you look at like cells of the human body, brain cells and everything, they've been designed to be able to use simple sugars. So the simple sugar that you've been designed to eat and to utilize at the cellular level is fructose from the fruits and glucose from the vegetables. But human beings are eating like tons of protein and they're eating tons of complex carbs like bread, pasta, bagels, muffin, cookies. But we have not been designed to eat that and we haven't been, you know, like equipped to be able to break down those sugars. So because we're eating a lot of protein and we are not able to digest the protein, so it's called undigested protein or undigested food particles. Then what is not digested well ends up going into your gut, not digested, but it's supposed to be digested. And then bacteria takes over to finish the job. 
And then the bacteria that your body will start creating because you're eating a lot of protein are all the like bacteria that have been known to be able to break down protein. So for example, coli, Escherichia coli in what is one of those bacteria. So then your body will adapt. Your body will start adapting by like creating the bacteria that you need to have in order to break down the animal protein that you're eating on a daily basis. And this is called putrefaction. And this is going to generate, like, for example, scatol, indole, ammonia. And scatol, indole, and ammonia are extremely cancer-causing. Hmm. So your body never makes a mistake. What we call the microbiome is just adjusting to what you're eating. Like, for example, people are always talking about, you know, like having a pro problem with candida. Well, candida is a yeast that have been designed by nature to break down complex sugars into simple sugars. So when you're eating like tons of bread, pasta, bagels, muffin, cookies, your body cannot digest it because this is not the way you've been designed. Mm -hmm. So part of it is digested and the other part is not. So when it ends up going into your gut, your gut will adapt by creating, for example, candida. Mm -hmm. And then the yeast will start transforming the complex sugars into simple sugars, and this is called fermentation. So then people will end up having a lot of putrefaction going on into their gut and fermentation. So people feel like uh, bloated, they have like uh, acid backup, you know, like uh, they have all kinds of like symptoms that are caused because there's way too much fermentation and putrefaction going on in their gut because of their way of eating, but it's not a mistake. We need to understand that the body never makes a mistake. Your body is just adapting to the way you're eating. And because you're not eating according to the way you've been designed, you're developing a microbiome that is adapted to what you eat, but that is going to cause a lot of fermentation and putrefaction. This is so interesting. And I feel like contradictory, actually, to some people that we've had on the podcast that preach, you know, having more protein and why we're neglecting having enough within our body. And for some, it might be hard to wrap their head around this. Well, how do I go from, you know, being told I need to get more to being told that I should only be eating that should only be consuming 4% of my diet? And such a high volume of fruit, because I feel like fruit gets very demonized as something that affects our blood sugar, you know, because it's so high in that fructose and, you know, can impact blood sugar in an interesting way. So, yeah, I wonder what you would say to the people out there who are preaching, eat a lot of protein because it helps with satiation or, you know, it helps with recovery from, from exercise and stuff like that, where you're saying eat a lot of fruit, which I feel like a lot of those people say, don't eat a lot of fruit because it's very high in simple sugars. Well, that's a very good question. It's, you know, that's why I said in the beginning that it's, uh, you know, like natural path, the path of nature. So the only way to understand what we have been designed to eat is by looking at the way we have been created and designed. So like I said, our, when I'm looking at my digestive system, my digestive system has been designed, like, like I said, like 12 times the length of our spine. And 
the only animal that have been designed like this are primates. So some people say we're carnivorous, we're like herbivorous, whatever. But when you look at the way we've been designed, really, like uh, you look at the teeth, uh, you look at the length of the bowel compared to the length of the spine, you look at the fingers. Fingers have been designed to pick fruits and to pick vegetables. You know, if I would just like dump you like in the jungle with low like guns or whatever, the only thing that you would be able to, to do in order to survive is to eat plants and fruits. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, so me, because of the way I've been, you know, like, like because of my practice, because of, you know, I've been seeing so many people, like thousands and thousands of people with all kinds of like conditions, you know, like when, when I put these, the, the people on the food, not diet, it's a way that like, I'm just telling them how they've been designed. And then I'm telling them the food that have been created, like to fit their species. And when they start doing that, they start becoming more and more alkaline. We all know that we are an alkaline species. Like, for example, when you digest protein, you're creating like tons of acids. Mm. And uh, when protein is not well digested, so we see that human beings are developing, we are the sickest living creature on this planet. We are developing a lot of like inflammation. Inflammation is the result of too much acid in the body. And protein is very, very acidic. Now, I'm not against animal protein because primates are eating a bit of animal protein. But at the same time, I'm always... It's a good question that you have because we need to understand the whole picture. You know, like, for example, for the fruit, fructose is a simple sugar. A simple sugar doesn't need to be broken down. So when I'm eating fruits, it goes into my blood and then my blood brings this fructose to my 60 or 80 trillion cells. And then my cells have been designed to be able like, to utilize simple sugar only. Hmm. So fruits cannot be too sweet, but at the same time, I need oxygen to burn the sugar to create energy. So even though I'm eating with, you know, like perfectly and my body has all the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that you need, if I stop breathing, I die. So the first nutrient is oxygen. Hmm. So when you look at the whole picture, the problem is the way human beings are eating, but the problem is also because people are not moving, people are not going outside and breathing fresh air because their whole metabolism is fueled by air. You are, we are an air machine. No air, cells cannot perform their task. So when we see people having a hard time like di digesting fruits, for example, or whatever, well, it's because the body doesn't move enough, the fluids are not circulating well the body doesn't get enough oxygen to burn the sugar to create the energy so it's not just about the food it's about the whole picture mm. and this is what people need to get 100 percent. i think that's so important it, that to bring it back to that entire picture of things you know we <laughs> I, I think as people like to hyper focus in on one thing, tell me the one thing I should be eating, the one diet, the one, you know, without yeah. looking at the entire picture of like, well, what, how am I moving in my everyday life? And am I getting sun? And am I, am I moving yeah. my body? Yeah. And you've been comparing a lot to primates and it's like, yeah, a primate will eat a, a bunch of bananas, but then they don't go and sit on the couch and then stream, <laughs> stream television. They go and climb a tree and run around with their friends and, and are active, like you said, pumping those 
those nutrients through the body to be utilized. And I do want to ask too, because, you know, you talk about, you know, when people consume a lot of protein, a lot of times they can get, you know, really bloated and feel uncomfortable. But I've also seen that for people who consume a lot of raw vegetables, sometimes that can cause a lot of bloating or too much fiber intake and, and people feel really uncomfortable with consuming raw vegetables. So, but I know you, you talk about consuming raw vegetables. So can you talk about why that might be happening then within the body? Yeah. So when you look at the small intestine and you look at the colon, the colon inside has a lot of crevices. Like you look at the intestine, small intestine is about 25 feet long. So the, 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 the organ of like the bowel and the, the intestines, when you're looking at it, it's about one foot by one foot. It's about 30, like 30 feet, 32 feet long. And when you, if you take a knife and you cut it, you just cut the small intestine in half and you do the same thing with the colon and you just spread it on the floor. You just spread the tissue on the floor. You cover two tennis courts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, 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 the digestive system as a, of a human being has a surface of absorption of two tennis courts. So just imagine that. Now, because we're not eating the right food, so the, the problem is that we start with the right the wrong food. For example, like kids come on this planet and the first thing that we're giving them is cereal. So cereal, like complex sugars are gluey and sticky. So you mix flour with water, it becomes gluey and sticky. You make pasta, you take a noodle, you throw it on the wall. It's very, very sticky. So we're eating a lot of like gluey and sticky stuff. So that stuff goes into your small intestine and your colon. And then it starts going on like on the bowel wall and it, it creates a layer of glue. It's called the mucoid plaque. Hmm. So slowly, our digestive system, like that is 30 feet long, and the surface area of two tennis courts, starts becoming extremely toxic because we're not eating the right food. Exactly like when you look at, you know, like pipes in your house and you cut them and you look at the inside, you see all of, all of the stuff accumulating on the, on the wall of the pipe. It's the same thing. Then we're eating protein on top of that. So the protein is not well digested. And then as I'm eating that kind of like, you know, like food, my bowels are becoming more and more congested. I'm accumulating the gluey and the the sticky, you know, like the sticky texture of the complex sugars. And then I'm adding it to the, then I'm adding the protein to it. So like, imagine like people like 10, 15, 20 years, not eating the right food. This is, this is a fact, more than that, very often. Now you decide to switch diet. Now you, all of a sudden, you become aware of it, and then you start eating a lot of vegetables. So now, now imagine the pipe is 30 feet long. You're eating vegetables with fiber. So that's what we see. Animals, like living beings living in nature, eat raw food. We're the only one eating everything cooked. Mm. And the fiber is crunchy and crispy. So it's a broom. So then it goes into your gut. And then it starts to clean all of that plaque out. But it starts from the beginning of the pipe. So just visualize you have a pipe. And then you start putting something in the 
beginning of the pipe to clean the whole pipe. So then the fiber is going to start removing all of that crap that is stuck on the wall. And then people are going to say, you know what? When I'm eating raw food, I feel bloated like crazy because nature wants to clean you. Mm. And if I'm eating my vegetables cooked, so when the fiber is cooked, no longer raw, no longer crispy and crunchy, it's no longer a broom. So when I'm eating raw food, uh, cooked food, it doesn't clean anything. It's status quo. But then I'm not feeling the cleansing. But when I'm putting in my body food with life, raw food is with life, with vitamins and minerals that are alive, living vitamins, living minerals, uh, living fiber, living water, uh, living antioxidants, living enzymes, everything is living in a raw food. Then when I put that into my gut that is extremely congested, Mother Nature says, okay, no problem, I'm going to start cleaning that. But then you feel it, you have a response. That's the reason why people say, when I'm eating cooked food, I'm much better than when I'm eating raw food. It's because when you eat cooked food, it's there's no cleansing. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah, no, I think that's that's kind of a great representative to be able to, to, to think about. Uh, so in saying that, what percentage or... You know, is is there an amount of cooked food versus raw food that we should be trying to focus on eating? Like, it, should a certain amount of the vegetables we eat every day be raw? And is it okay to have some, you know, cooked food as far as like you would teach clients or patients you're working with? Yeah, I have no problem with that, like the cooked foods, but you need to eat more raw than cooked. And you need to eat the raw first. So you sit down at the table, you have a big salad with mixed vegetables, sprouts, whatever. You eat the whole salad and then you switch to the cook. Because when you eat cooked food first and you take a blood test, your white blood cells are going up. So your body is responding like you're infected. Hmm. Because this is not the way you've been designed. Imagine like you're ima imagine you're a picker and a hunter. You're living in nature. Mm -hmm. You're going to eat the fruits and the vegetables like that are raw very, very fast. And then you're hunting. So the hunting is going to take some time. Then you need to cook it and everything. But you're always going to eat raw first. So when you're mm -hmm. eating cooked first, it creates acid in the body right away. And it triggers inflammation big time. Wow. That's so interesting. And I know that you have, you know, a... a your famous cleansing drink. <laughs> I would love to understand yeah. what this is and, and why you really recommend it. Okay, so Mother Nature has been around like since the beginning of time, you know, like in, we need to understand that there is a, a thought is a thing, you know, like some Mother Nature, like the herbs and the plants and the flowers that you see, human beings and animals and everything, you know, like it's a thing, but it comes from a, a thought. So there is a mind behind <clears throat> all of this creation. And creation is just giving us and providing us what we, what we need. So herbs are growing like vegetables and fruits. So people think that herbs are like uh, medications or whatever. They're not, like they're food. Mm. And like among the thousands and thousands of herbs like growing like on the planet, there are some herbs that are called mucilaginous. So a mucilaginous fiber is a unique kind of fiber. It's a, 
You don't find it in fruits or vegetables or whatever. It's a fiber that when you mix it, it's a powder. When you mix it, it just ex- absorb the water. And then it's like a sponge. It becomes a sponge, so you need to drink it fast. And then when it goes into your gut, then imagine, visualize a sponge. And then the sponge is going along the small intestines. And then it's going along the colon. And then it's removing all the, all the mucoid plaque, all of the, all of the stuff that doesn't belong inside of your, of your colon and your intestine. So this plaque, when you remove it, it looks like uh, rubber. It's been in your body sometimes for like 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. So when you take a cleansing drink, first of all, it's a fiber, but it's not the same kind of fiber in fruits and vegetables. So when you're, when you're like kind of like um, eating more fruits and vegetables raw, and then you're taking a cleansing drink morning and night, then slowly you're putting your body on the cleansing mode. And then the body is going to start because raw food is much easier to digest than cook food. The body has more energy because you're spending less energy trying to break down like cook food or meat or whatever. So the energy that you are saving, the body uses it to clean toxins out. So then you're going to start eliminating. So, for example, when the bowels are doing a good job and eliminating well, you know, like it's called the transit time. So it means that the time in between the food that you eat and when you're eliminating that meal should always be like under 18 hours. Why? Because the body is warm, humid, and dark inside. So it's the perfect environment for fermentation and putrefaction. So you need to understand that your body has been designed with perfection and your body never makes a mistake. The reason why you have four channels of elimination, eliminating toxins 24 hours a day, it's because the most important thing to remain vital and healthy is internal cleanliness. So because we're not eating the right food, we become toxic inside. And then the bowel is like where like this food is going. So this is where like most of the toxins and the poisons and the acids are accumulating. And then when you start eating fruits and vegetables and you take that cleansing drink, you're going to start removing all of that crap. So if people eat three meals a day, it means that you should have three bowel movements a day Hmm. because you're supposed to eliminate everything every 18 hours. So people need to know that the word constipation comes from the Latin word constipare. And constipare means pressed together. So if I'm eating three meals a day and I'm eating in between meals and I'm having a one bowel movement a day, it means that my breakfast, my snacks, my lunch, my snacks, and my supper are all compacted together when my body is eliminating it. So this is not a good elimination. Mm-hmm. So we need to accelerate it. You know, like because we're hot and humid, we need to understand that we're 80% fluid. If the fluids are becoming toxic inside of my body because I'm not eliminating well, then I'm going to start fermenting like crazy. And fermentation is the inflammation. That's why when you touch something that is inflamed, it's hot. So Mm. as your body becomes toxic, you become like a bottle of wine, for example. And when you touch a bottle of wine that ferments, it's hot. Mm. And this is creating all the problems of human beings. 
That's why we say more and more that most of the diseases that we have are inflammatory in nature because the body is burning inside. We have fire in the belly. We have fire in the belly because everything we eat is not like it doesn't fit our species. We don't digest it well and it ferments and rots nonstop. So we're fermenting 24 hours a day and we become acidic. Wow. Mm. So this cleansing drink is to clean everything out. So if I'm accelerating the elimination, you're not going to de- get diarrhea. You're just going to start having one, two, three bowel movements a day. As you're eliminating more and more like per day, the food doesn't stay inside of you. So it doesn't have the chance to ferment or rot. So then instantly you're opening the door for the body to eliminate better. So slowly you're becoming more and more clean. So imagine a bottle of wine and imagine a bottle of champagne, uh, of water. If you shake a bottle of wine, you see that it fizz and it creates acid and all the gas goes up. So that's what people have. You look at their body, they have a big belly. So nature is showing where the problem is, belly fermentation and putrefaction and all of these acids are going up so people get like headaches migraines they're getting sinusitis they're getting like all kinds of joint pain and everything because all of this acid is backing up into the body but when you take a bottle of water and you shake it nothing happens so you see you've been Mm -hmm. designed to be internally clean because by keeping your body internally clean you cannot ferment so you stay alkaline i think that's great and i I like how you talk through you know, what the purpose of the cleanse is and, and what it's doing in the body and how it, it's starting to accelerate that elimination process. Because I feel like when a lot of people make these changes or start eating differently or use a cleanse, like you're talking about, they, they start to get concerned by the increased bowel movements or the way that it makes them feel. But it, it's just that transitory period you're talking about where our body's cleaning up and our, and our body's starting to accelerate things to get back to that, that normal state we're meant to be in. Uh, I, I want to talk because I, I know that you have history of being an athlete, you know, being very involved in movement and exercise and all of that. And really what is eating other than to get us that fuel, like you were mentioning, to move our bodies amongst the world. And I'm wondering how you know, eating a, a, a more full natural diet like this can really help us when it comes to our movement and exercise practices or even pain that we might be feeling in our joints. Okay, so your body is mostly water, okay? So it's mostly liquid. Uh, you, have, uh, you have the blood. We, I call the blood the kitchen because it's been designed to feed the cells. And then you have the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is like the blood. It contains the same vitamins and minerals as the blood, but it doesn't have any red blood cells. Hmm. So the lymphatic system is like clear like water, and the blood is red. The blood has a pump. The reason why you've been designed with a pump, it's because your cells need a constant supply of oxygen. That's the reason why you have a pump. The pump for the lymph is the movement. So you have lymph nodes all over your body. And when you're like moving your body, like you're moving your joints and you're like strengthening your muscles and everything, 
you're pumping the lymph and the blood is the kitchen. The lymph is the sewage system of the human body. So the lymphatic system is moving around like inside of your body and it's collecting all of the waste. It's collecting the cellular waste that your cells are producing. And it's collecting now all of the waste from like water supply, food supply, air supply now is toxic. So we're living in a world that like everything is toxic, everything is polluted. So the body is literally bombarded by toxins on a daily basis. And we're not even aware of it. But once it goes into your body by your skin pores, your ears, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, the lymphatic system is responsible to collect that waste. And once it's collected, the lymphatic system is going to bring the waste to the bowels to, to be eliminated. So that's one exit. Then it gonna, it's going to bring the toxins to the kidneys. This is the second exit. Then it's going to bring the toxins to the skin when you sweat. Third exit. And then to the lungs when you breathe out. Fourth exit. But if you would give me the choice, okay? Like if you would me, give me a choice of like going to a planet where like the food is going to be perfect, but I cannot move. And I go to another planet where the food is not going to be the best, but I move. I'm going to take the second one. So your body has been designed to move. When you move your body, you move your fluids. So now picture a river, okay? Veins and arteries, blood circulating and lymphatic system circulating is like a river. When the river is going fast, when you get like rapids, first of all, the water is purified by the oxygen. And you will not you will not see like any toxins or any debris or any waste accumulating on the bottom of the of the river because the water goes fast so it's cleaning all the time so one of the best way to clean your body for sure like besides eating good food and taking the cleansing drink and it's to move mm-hmm. the more you move your fluids the more you bring in oxygen the more you're activating first of all the burning of the fuel you're burning your food to create energy. So people are tired because they're missing oxygen and they're missing movement. And then because people are not moving, then they start accumulating toxins inside of their body because after the, after the river, when you go to a place in the river where the water becomes more stagnant or whatever, this is where the waste is going to go. You're going to see like the dead fish. You're going to see the dead trees. You're going to see the dead leaves where the the water is stagnant and that water, you wouldn't drink that water. It's like fermenting. It's like it's rutting. There's a lot of bacteria into it. It's not clean. So you see, that's the same thing for human beings. We're 80% liquid. We need to move the liquid all the time. So when I start to eat good food, one thing that people need to understand is that I'm going to give you an, an analogy. If a car engine is not clean, it will not develop good power and it's going to burn fuel faster because it's not burning it very well. So you're going to put more fuel all the time and it's not going to generate like power because it's extremely congested. Mm -hmm. When the car engine is clean, you're burning fuel much better. It costs you less fuel. And you're generating more power. Now, energy doesn't come from food. 
because people are eating tons of food and they're complaining of being exhausted. Energy comes from internal cleanliness, exactly like the engine. I mean, all of this, I think you lay out these visuals that really help to understand, you know, what you're saying. It's not just, this is what I'm saying, this is what you should do, but you really help to visualize what's happening within the body in order to say, okay, this is why I should maybe start to implement these things or why I should start to make change, which is really powerful. So I think the way that you convey your message, it really gets people to think in a different way. And I think that's, that's just so great. And I know you have a ton of free content that people can continue to consume from you in order to learn more. Where can people continue to learn more, maybe get this cleansing drink from you and, and just absorb your content? Well, for the cleansing drink, it's called kit number one. People can go to Limage Health. You just go to the, le- the website like Limage Health and then you're going to see like kit number one. The kit number one have been designed like for about like 25 days, 30 days, about a month. And you take it like for a good two, three months in a row by adding like more, much more fruits and much more vegetables to your like way of eating. It's not a diet. Again, it's a way of eating that like is, you know, that fits your species. We need to stop going into diets. We need to start eating according to the way we've been designed. And then people need to like for content, they can go to my Instagram. I am Christian Limoges. And by looking at it, they're going to say like, they're going to see a lot of things. I'm constantly like teaching people. And like you said, I'm always like referring to nature because when I tell people, I know that I'm right because I'm, 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 I'm just observing and contemplating mother nature all the time. And mother nature has been around like for so long that you learn from mother nature. You know, like when you move your muscles, people need to understand that when you move your muscle, you're contracting them and you're, you're, you're massaging your organs. Mm-hmm. So people are always sitting down. Sitting down is a big problem. It's a big problem because we sit down, we collapse on the chair, we collapse on the sofa, we collapse on the car. Like all of the muscles are relaxed, like uh, fluids are not circulating. You know, like the body becomes extremely weak just because we have no tone. We need mm-hmm. to start moving. We need to move the body, move the fluids. And when, when, when toxins are accumulating in the lungs, you get a lung problem. If, the, if toxins are accumulating in your sinuses, you get sinus problems. If toxins are accumulating in your, bre- in your, in your, in your head, you get migraines and headaches. You know, like wherever the problem go, like where the waste are going, this is where you're going to develop like a problem. So we need to accelerate the fluid so that the fluid goes into that congested area and it starts removing all of the waste. It starts bringing the oxygen into it. It starts to bring the nutrients into it to start like fueling the cells with oxygen, with nutrients so that the cells can repair and regenerate. We need to understand that the body has been designed to heal, to regenerate and to, uh, you know, repair by itself. But it needs good food, it needs internal cleanliness, it needs the sun, it needs to move, it needs to walk barefoot on the grass to like ground yourself, mm-hmm. it needs like good relation, good relationships, it needs good thoughts. Your body is constantly 
like giving you information about what you're doing. You think about a bad thought, your energy crashes. Your body says this thought is not good. You've got a GPS inside of you that knows everything. So you're not fed by food only. You're fed by the sun. You're fed by gratitude. You're fed by movement. You're fed by good food, by good water. You're fed by good thoughts. You're fed by good relationships. You're fed by good sleep. Your body's constantly feeding like on the environment that you're creating. And I think that's one of the best ways to sum up everything that you've talked about is that it's not about a diet. And I love how you talk about how we need to stop talking about diets in terms of something you do short term. You know, it's a lifestyle and it's not just the food that you eat. It's all those other things you just listed off. Christian, this has been such a valuable conversation. If people want to learn more from you, we'll have your information linked up in the show notes of this podcast. Thanks so much for coming on, spending some time with us today and talking through everything health and mother nature. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Always so fascinating to continue to hear about how we can truly heal our gut and feel better within our bodies. If you learn something new, I hope that you will take this and pass it along to other people who you know can benefit from this information. We have a plethora of podcasts that we hope you continue to come back and learn from, even if it's with a guest or just with Dom and I about healing your body. Thanks so much for being here and we hope to see you back on another episode on the Optimal Body Podcast.